Welcome to the Occult London Podcast. This is a new podcast dedicated to exploring magic, mysticism, the Kabbalah, as well as other topics. If you like the podcast, please write a review and rate us on iTunes or whatever platform you are listening to this on, as it will really help us to get this message out there. Also, be sure to check out the website at occultlondon.co.uk, where you can subscribe to the show. Hope you enjoy it. In today's episode, we will be continuing our discussion on some of the lesser-known archangels. So previously, if you haven't heard those episodes, we went through all of the different archangels of the Kabbalistic Tree of Life, and now we are going through some of the lesser-known ones that are still very important in certain magical and also other traditions. And today's episode, we will be talking about the Archangel Orithiel. Orithiel is a very important archangel in the magical tradition. However, does not have many mentions from a sort of biblical perspective other than first being mentioned by Pope Gregory I, who lived between 590 and 604, who placed him on the list of the seven primary archangels, which included Mikhail, Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel, Samael and Zachariel. Orifiel is associated with the planet Saturn and the influences of Saturn. So in a sense, he can be seen as almost a co-angel of the Sephiroth of Bina alongside the Archangel Safkiel, who we did an episode on. Orifiel is the prince of the Order of the Thrones and is also meant to be the closest to God and a master of divine science, theology, metaphysics, writing, prophecy, astrology, as well as anything really connected with memory, um, such as archives, databases, libraries, etc. So anything connected with memory, recording, um, is very much in his um, realm of power. And Orifiel is also meant to be one of the lords of karma who record all things. So similar to Zafkiel, Orifiel is meant to see all things that are happening have happened and will happen in the future and also continually monitors and records everything from the events perspective looking at what's happened and what is the potential evolution of an event or an action or a deed or if is mentioned um, as i said he's not really mentioned much in some of the sort of more biblical traditional texts that we see most of the archangels mentioned in however he is very important in a sort of magical grimoire perspective um, and is mentioned in, in multiple grimoires over the years. And I'll go into some of these in a bit more detail. So the Sworn Book of Honorius, or the Liber Juratus, which is a 13th century medieval grimoire in the Solomonic tradition. This was meant to have been written by a magician called Honorius of Thebes. Um, he talks about Orifiel as being the second archangel of Saturn after Zafkiel, who's the archangel of Bina. Orifiel is also mentioned by Cornelius Agrippa, who was a very famous occultist, scholar and scientist who lived in the 15th century and famously wrote um, the third book of occult philosophy. And these books deal with different aspects of magic. So there's three books in total um, and you have elemental, celestial, and also intellectual magic. And it also, they also kind of outline the different elements. They have aspects of astrology in there. They have Kabbalah. Um, they have numbers, gematria, and different ways of doing conjurations and evocations, etc. 
And um, Agrippa mentions Orifiel as being an intelligence with dominion over the planet Saturn. And Agrippa initially discusses the main planetary seven angels as being Zafkiel for Saturn. Jupiter would be Zadkiel. Mars would be Kamael. Sun is Raphael. Venus is Hanael. Mercury is Mikael. And Moon is Gabriel. And he describes them as follows, and I quote, These are those seven spirits which always stand before the face of God, to whom is entrusted the disposing of the whole celestial and terrestrial kingdoms which is under the moon. For these, as say the more curious theologians, govern all things by a certain vicissitude of hours, days and years as the astrologers teach concerning the planets which they are set over, which therefore Mercurius Trismegistus calls the seven governors of the world, who by the heavens, as by instruments, distribute the influences of all stars and signs upon these inferiors. Now there are some that do ascribe them to the stars, by names somewhat differing, saying that, over Saturn is an intelligence called Orithiel, over Jupiter Zachariel, over Mars Zamael, over the Sun Mikael, over Venus Anael, over Mercury Raphael, over the Moon Gabriel. And every one of these governs the world, 354 years and 4 months, and the government begins from the intelligence of Saturn afterwards in order. So what he's talking about there is um, how um, essentially these different angelic beings ha essentially rule over the world for different periods. And um, once one cycle is over, then it moves into the next one. So obviously Saturn is the first one. So he's saying that um, Orithiel obviously ruled the Earth right at the beginning of its birth. And then it would go on from there. Um, Eliphas Levi, who was a French magician, poet, author of more than 20 books, wrote a lot of books about magic, Kabbalah, alchemy, and is also considered one of the greatest occultists of the 19th century. He also talks about Arifiel in his book um, Dogma and Ritual of High Magic, which was his first kind of published treatise on ritual magic, published in 1856. And in the book, Eliphas Levi describes Orifiel as being the angel of the wilderness, which I think is a nice title as it really kind of evokes this feeling of Saturn, the loneliness, the sadness, and the sort of seriousness of this planet of restriction. Um, but that, that title also um, is believed to come from the story in Genesis where there's an angel that appears to Agar in the wilderness. Um, and Eliphas Levi, I just wanted to quote from him, he says the following, in the Kabbalah of the Hebrews, the sun represents the angel of light, the moon, the angel of aspirations and dreams, Mars, the destroying angel, Venus, the angel of loves, Mercury, the angel of progress, Jupiter, the angel of power, Saturn, the angel of the wilderness. They were named also Mikael, Gabriel, Samael, Anael, Raphael, Zakaliel and Olifiel. So he kind of goes along with uh, a similar pattern to um, what Agrippa talks about. Um, A. Waite, who is 
uh, was an occultist around the 1857 to 1942. He was an American-born British poet, mystic, magician, also a member of the um, uh, Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, and also famously is the one of the creators of the Rider Waite tarot deck, which is one of the most common tarot decks you probably see out there. And he also, um, Waite also mentions Riffiel in his book of ceremonial magic as being a kind of like an assistant of the angel Anael. And he says the following. The ruler of the second hour is Anael, who has under his control ten chiefs and one hundred lesser lords. These in their turn command serving spirits. The chiefs include Monarchus Archiel Chadiel. The subterrans include Orfiel, Cassiel, Elmomin, Quesiel, Ermosiel and Graniel. Um, Orifiel also appears in Paracelsus' uh, doctrine of talismans and the name is actually engraved on the reverse of the talisman of Saturn in the alphabet of the Magi, um, which is kind of like an alphabet that looks a bit like stars shapes. It's a very interesting alphabet. But on that particular um, talisman, you've got like a bull's head, obviously a symbol of Earth, Taurus, um, you know, this kind of earthy, saturnian um forces and then there's also a six-pointed star around it so with the name of the archangel engraved around it Arifiel was also mentioned in the golden legend by longfellow as being the archangel governing saturn um another quite important reference about Arifiel is in a famous text called Deceptum Secundeus and this is a text that was written in 1508 by um, a person called Abbot Trithemius and he was actually the teacher of uh, Cornelius Agrippa who we mentioned earlier and he wrote a book called Deceptum Secundeus which was basically like an astrological history of the world um, just to give you a bit of background on who Trithemius was so he lived from 1462 to 1516 was born Johann Heidenberg and he was basically a German Benedictine monk um, who became an abbot and then was also a polymath so he's very active in the German Renaissance as a cryptographer as a lexicographer a chronicler a historian but also interestingly a an occultist as well despite the fact that he was also a Benedictine abbot which is very interesting and he's had a lot of um, influences on the development of early and I'd guess say modern occultism and particularly in recent years he's had a, a really big revival um, in terms of interest in his works and as I said he, he was the teacher of Heinrich Cornelius Agrippa and also Paracelsus so really very good kind of um, lineage there in this book Deceptum Secundeus um, Trithemius uses the planetary periods to sort of delineate the history of the world from its beginning which he sets at March 155205 BC and he uses this system that we talked about from Agrippa so it's Saturn, Venus, Jupiter, Mercury, Mars, Moon, Sun which is weirdly like the reverse sequence of the planetary days of the week. Um, Trithemius lists the angels ruling each planetary period as Saturn is Orifiel, Venus is Haniel or Aniel, Jupiter is Zachariel, Mercury is Raphael, 
moon is Gabriel and the sun is Mikhail. So obviously he's switching that around. Obviously with the golden dawn you see Mikhail in Tiferet and um, Raphael in Hod. And he's kind of going back to the an alternative to that. Um, in the book, um, Trithemius discusses how each archangel basically governs a particular history over mankind. And when one passes, then another one picks it up. And he assigns two periods to the archangel Orithiel. And I quote, The first angel or spirit of Saturn is called Orithiel, to whom God committed the government of the world from the beginning of its creation. Um, so it's quite interesting that, that this is this very much this idea of Orithiel was there right from the beginning, particularly when you have this concept of the darkness of Saturn and then the beginnings of form. It really fits in with his kind of um, genre. Um, there's an interesting blog I found about this by a, an author called Asterion, um, and the blog is called Occult Studies. I'll put the link in the in the notes. But he's written a really interesting piece about this, which is worth checking out if you haven't. And I just wanted to quote from his particular article because it's worth reading if you're interested. Because he talks about Orithiel and this kind of time rulership piece. The first rule of the angel of Saturn begins at Genesis, which is believed to have begun on March the 15th, the first year of the world, and lasts for 354 years and four months. During this government, people were savage, dwelling in deserted and unpopular places like the beasts. Orithiel governs the beginnings of any kind, remote periods in the history of mankind and even history itself. He is a master of time and an angel who holds the secrets of the destinies of all beings. He is the patron of the origins of self-karma and the genealogical karma the one who knows in detail the beginnings of things and their purpose. The second reign began on the 26th of June in the year 2480 since the creation of the world and ended in 2834. According to Trithemius's vision, at that time the earth began to be divided among nations and various kingdoms were established. Here is the construction of the Tower of Babel and the confusion of languages. And people begin to scatter on the face of the earth. Humankind begins to build up the earth, to sow, to plant vineyards and trees. In a word, there is a sedentarization of human tribes and a huge agricultural progress. Agriculture has, since ancient times, been under the sign of Saturn, which has the symbol of sickle and axe. So it was normal for the Saturnian angel to govern this period. And that's a quote from a blog called Occult Study, from an article written by a by Asterion. Um, so here we can see, obviously, from this idea that Arithiel is very much this kind of father of countries, father of nations of people, but also this very strong, um, you know, agricultural agricultural drive, and very much close to these sort of father gods. So you get like Zeus or Kronos in Gre in ancient Greece. And um, yeah, in terms of obviously, so Raphael's meant to be the the archangel that rules the first era of the world. Then you then he's followed by Zachariel, who's Jupiter, and and then it kind of follows on from from there. So 
you have this very much this kind of idea of the father and then the son who is Jupiter. So yeah, very interesting. Worth checking that book out by Trithemius if people want to find out more about that and that kind of astrological progression from that point of view. So how do we work with Orifiel? Um, obviously, he's this angel of Saturn. He's the angel of the wilderness. So, you know, he is an angel that we would, you know, if you want to work with the Saturn forces in terms of, you know, finding that inner strength, um, finding the strength to go through things alone as well, and also that sort of backbone. Saturn is all about restriction, but it's also about hard work and focus and kind of long-term planning and goal setting. So it's not things that are new. It's not things that are quick. It's something that could happen in a few years. And you need that Saturnian power to kind of keep you going and ensure that you kind of have that strength and that willpower to, to carry on, even when it feels completely pointless and completely hopeless. So, yeah, if you wanted to work with this, with Orifiel, that would be a very good way of doing it if you want to work with him from the point of view of that Saturn aspect. And you could also work with him in conjunction with Safkiel, obviously both being archangels of the sphere of Bina. So I hope that's all we've, um, hope you've all enjoyed that. That's all we've got time for tonight. Um, thanks very much for joining us this week on the Occult London podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please make sure to visit our website at occultlondon.co.uk where you can subscribe to the show and I'll look forward to speaking to you all soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.